Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Neil, thank you very much for that. Now, record numbers of admitted patients are waiting on trolleys in the emergency department and on hospital wards at University Hospital Limerick. The INMO said this made it the worst day for overcrowding in an individual hospital since it began the count in 2006. Well, for more on this, we're joined now by Minister of State at the Department of Further and Higher Education, Niall Collins, and Sinn Féin TD and Spokesperson for Health, David Cullinan. And you're both very welcome to the programme this evening. Um, Minister, I'll come to yourself first. And as I say, the highest figure since the INMO began counting in any individual hospital since 2006. It's a problem that's got steadily worse under this government's watch and the government doesn't really seem to have any handle on how or when it'll fix it. Well, there's a number of factors which I think we we have to consider. Since this government and this minister, Stephen Donnelly, took office, there's been significant, very, very significant investment into the UHL hospital group in terms of building capacity and also implementing reforms. It was the one major ask that we had of the region of Minister Donnelly was to increase the capacity. So just to give you, I suppose, an overview, since 2020, there's almost a thousand extra staff in the workforce and the workforce is just shy now of 4,000 people in the U, in the UHL hospital group. Secondly, about 130 beds have been added to the UHL uh, group, 100 of those in the Doyle campus um, since 2020. There's a new 96 bed block unit um, under construction, which will be ready in quarter one of next year, 2025. And in addition to that, there's a second 96 bed block unit, which is in the planning phase. So it's about building capacity. It's also about uh, bringing about the reforms. Uh, some of the major reforms which um, Minister Donnelly has brought in are very, very welcome. Like, for example, the new um, consultant contract, which will now provide for, thankfully, um, seven-day discharges across seven days. Unfortunately, uh, UHL is one of the poorer performing hospitals in terms of weekend discharges. That's something which has to be addressed. But I think also in terms of investing into both St. John's, uh, Ennis and Nina hospitals in terms of minor injury clinics, medical assessment units and our community intervention teams, along with uh, a significant investment in our community care also in terms of ramping up our GP uh, community practices and Mm. also our primary care centres. So there is a lot going on. Um, It it does take time uh, to deliver all that and for it to roll out. But if we look at um, nationally last year, the number of people who had to uh, unfortunately wait on trolleys dropped by about 7% over the 12 months in the in the second half okay, of last I'm not year, talking about nationally though, I'm talking about UHL and despite uh, all those figures that you're after giving me, we know in 2022 this government sent down an expert group to UHL uh, because they were so concerned about the trolley figures at that time, which was 111. That was two Absolutely. years ago, you know, and we were promised at that point that this expert group was going to go in to sort it out. Two years later, we now have the highest number of trolleys on, in any individual Irish hospital since 2006. And since then, um, the the amount of additional capacity which has been planned for has increased on the back of um, those singular in- interventions. So it's not something which is going to happen overnight. 
the, the whole the whole issue arose because if you know because as we all know and and you know Sarah and, and our listeners know in terms of the whole hospital reconfiguration which happened about uh, 14 years ago where the emergency departments in Ennis and Nina and St John's yeah, were I know, closed. But what I'm talking to you now about is, is what has happened in the last four years since this government has been in office with Fianna Fáil Health Minister Stephen Donnelly and what has happened is despite what you're saying the situation has got worse. Well, no, I don't agree. There are isolated, there, there are obviously days and we have pinch points, but in the main, uh, capacity is increasing, reforms have been implemented and the care which people are getting is improving. That is a fact. The number of people who are waiting on hospital trolleys is falling and, and it won't happen overnight. And I think it's very, very important to, to point okay. out to people that the reason uh, Ennis and Nina and St. John's were closed was on medical advice for patient safety and there's no political parties, Sinn Féin included, who are saying to the people of Limerick or the Midwest that they would reopen those accidents. All right, well, let's bring departments. in David Cullinan. And David, you, you hear there what Niall Collins is saying in terms of all the resources that have been pumped into this hospital by this government to try and address the issue. Um, perhaps it's reform that needs to be looked at at this point as opposed to resources. Well, I think it's both, but there is no doubt that there is a need for more capacity in the region and especially in University Hospital Limerick. And, you know, people's lived reality is what people will judge this government on. And we're talking today about a record day of people on trolleys in University Hospital Limerick. I visited the hospital last November. I met with all of the senior management team, but I also met with patients who I uh, met when I was going into the hospital and I met with frontline healthcare staff. And I think this is a very sad day for all of those patients who unfortunately are waiting uh, very lengthy uh, times in emergency departments, uh, but particularly in that hospital. We know it's unsafe. We know it's dangerous. That's coming from all the experts, including experts in emergency medicine who've been pointing this out. And what did senior management say to you? What they said to me was, even with the additional beds that Niall is talking about, they are still short 130 beds. Yes, there is more that can be done in the hospital itself. Like There's always efficiencies that can be got in terms of patient flow. But if they don't have the beds to be able to admit patients as quick as they need to. Mm. That is a problem. There's also problems as well, Sarah, in community care, step-down, recovery beds, out of hours GP care. So we can't just look at this solely through the lens of that particular hospital because no, there's lots of issues which are, which are causing the problems. Because I, I know you're talking about there needs to be extra capacity. Now, Mr Donnelly has said that uh, extra bed capacity has been given to UHL. Now Collins has outlined that extra bed capacity. Uh, Mr Minister Donnelly has said the hospital has seen the biggest increase in its budget compared to other hospitals and that for all of the investment that's been made there hasn't been a corresponding increase in patient care in terms of inpatient, outpatient and day case work. Now if you were Minister for Health and you were giving the biggest budget increase to one particular hospital in the country and you didn't see a corresponding increase in patient care, what would you do? Would you just keep pumping money into the hospital? But you see, I'm not going to be convinced by spin from any government. I will go into each region, which I did, and I will talk to people right across the healthcare system. So well, I just made the point. Because but, we know but, that, but no, for sorry, example, Sarah, discharges I, from Limerick Hospital is, is the second lowest in the country on, on a, on a seven-day discharge, on weekend I, I discharges. So that's not spin. I would ask your listeners to compare the tone of the questions you put to me to the ones you put to the minister. I'm not in government. I'm not the minister. We're talking oh, no, here. I know, sorry, no, excuse me, David. With, with I, I know now, you're not the minister, but I assume you aspire to be. So I'm asking you 
what yes, you would I'm, do as I'm, minister I'm, I'm in this ans- situation. I'm answering the question if you give me an opportunity to answer it because I'm not going to give you very easy sound bites. There are no simple magic solutions. The first thing that we have to do and it's been very clear is to put those 130 beds into the hospital. This minister promised 1,500 rapid bill beds that were to be delivered. That the department and the HSC have the sites identified. The suppliers are ready to go. The funding simply isn't there. There's a recruitment embargo in place which I didn't put in place. This minister put in place. And when there's 150 patients in University Hospital Limerick today, there's lots of reasons for that. And part of it is what's mm. happening in the hospital. But also, Sarah, with respect, part of it is what's happening outside of the hospital. So if the alternative okay, care pathways are not there, people second, end up, I... unfortunately, in emergency okay, departments. And I'll get back to Niall Collins on that in a second. But I still haven't got an answer from you about what you would do in this situation if you're pumping money into a hospital and you're seeing it has the lowest, second lowest discharges in the country at the weekend. Um, you're seeing a huge budget increase and you're not seeing a corresponding increase in patient care. What do you do then in terms of capacity? Do you say we keep we keep building beds, we keep putting money into that hospital? But the premise of your question is based on the Minister for Health's view, which is not my view. When a decision was taken, as Niall said, to close Ennis and Nina, the problem is that the government of the day and successive governments didn't plan to put the additional capacity in. Yes, over the last two years there has been some additional beds, but that's far, still far short of what's needed. So if from day one, if the government had have had a plan to not just put the capacity into the hospital in terms of beds, but also surgical theatre capacity, in my view also separating schedule from unscheduled okay, care so you wouldn't and start having from mini here, elective procedures. No, no, it might, if I'm asking, if you're asking me right now what I would do, yes. I would fund the 1,500 beds which are needed. I would lift the recruitment embargo. I would look at the hospitals in Ennis and Nina to see how they can better support uh, the hospitals in Limerick. I would look at a mini elective hospital for Limerick. I've and would made you all insist those on those seven day discharges rates increasing like as, as a quid pro quo? Well, I had very straight conversations with the management of that hospital where I pointed out that in my own constituency in Waterford and, and I can go back several years when we had very similar challenges in Waterford uh, there has been lots of positive changes because there is good teamwork there is good patient flow okay. there has been management changes and I think if to answer your question straightly, straight and directly um, that good practice needs to be mandated across all hospitals including in Limerick but what I'm not going to do is to allow then the Minister and the Government off the hook for their failure to properly put in the capacity when okay. they made the decision to close those two emergency departments. All right, now Collins. Well, basically what David is saying, he's agreeing with the policy that we're implementing in terms of building capacity and implementing reforms. Uh, and not to be repeating myself, we're, we're, we've 200, we have 100 beds extra put into Dura Doyle. We have 96, which will be opened in the first quarter of next year. And, subs- and following that, there'll be another 96 beds, which are now in planning. Yeah. That is a is significant increase in capacity. Secondly, is we're, we're, we're... Well, um, what is enough? We, we can well, do what that's we can question. do. Is it enough? Because clearly, well, if there's well, patients I, on the like well, well, on, on every corridor, from what we're hearing from the INMO, it, it every corridor in the hospital, every nook and cranny is is what Mary Fogarty well, told me earlier on. I put, I put it to you this way, Sarah. There's 150 people on trolleys today, which isn't acceptable. Yeah. If there's going to be 300 new beds in in the hospital. Uh, over a period of time. That answers your question. Yes, of course, it'll be enough. But here's the thing. We have to invest more into our uh, satellite, our our second-tier hospitals of Ennis, Nina and St. John's. That is happening. And also into our primary care. And even my own Department of Further and Higher Education, we're increasing the number of medicine places which are available in our universities. We want to graduate and qualify more doctors, um, more nurses, more community so you're saying the 300 specialists. beds that are being provided on the site at the moment, the, the, they're not there yet. They will be there. When will they be there? 
Well, a hundred have already been delivered. There's 96 which will be delivered in quarter one of next year and a further 96 which are in planning at the moment. So it's part of a planning process. So I can't give you a, def- a definitive date in relation to that. But once so those the, are in, the the, we won't capacity, have this problem anymore is what you're saying? Well, look, we, we will always have problems in the health service. Health, health, uh, health services are demand-led, as we know, and there will always be issues. But we are improving it hugely. This government, okay. uh, and I'm a Let representative me ask you if David of Cullen agrees with that. It has been a All huge right. priority for us. David Cullen, 300 uh, new beds, uh, as you hear there, 100, 100 and 100. Uh, is that enough in your view? Well, as I said, when I met hospital management, they say that even with the additional beds, the two blocks that are coming on stream, it's still 130 beds short. So what I would say to government, and and I do recognise, obviously, those additional beds are going to be of benefit to that region. So I'm not saying that those beds won't make a difference. Of course they will. But we need to continue to put the capacity in to enable the hospital to do what it needs to do. The minister is the one that promised 1,500 rapid beds. I put it to the Department of Health and to the HSE senior officials when they were in before the Oireachtas Health Committee a number of weeks ago. Have you the plans? They said yes. Are the sites identified? Yes. Um, And are the suppliers ready to go? Yes. But is the funding there? No. Mm. And that's on the government. So they took a decision this year to starve the funding of additional uh, money. Uh, We know that they don't even provide the health service this year to stand still, never mind new measures. We have a recruitment embargo in place. And while we're having this discussion around all of that, we have 150 patients on trolleys in uh, Limerick. And I don't want to turn this into a political football. I'm simply pointing out the reality that this is unacceptable. It's not normal uh, and we should not tolerate the level of overcrowding that we have in our emergency department. Okay, can I ask you about those uh, 1,500 beds? Everything is ready to go except for the money, Niall Collins. Well, look, I I, I don't accept. David David is arguing... um, nationally and we're, we're, we're speaking about uh, Limerick in the Midwest. Well, can I ask but you about you the national get... question? Because, I mean, well, Limerick well, is well, not okay. the only problem in the, in, the, in the problem hospital in the country. Absolutely. Since this government took office since 2020, 23,300 people have been added to the workforce across our health services. Uh, last year alone in 2023, that was 6,010 people. And we already have planned uh, and funded for this year mm. about 2,250 uh, posts across our health services. So the idea that David yeah, but that's is not the that question, though. I'm asking about 1,500 rapid build bed build beds that were promised by the, uh, Minister Donnelly for 2024, well, we, 2025. Everything's there, ready to go, except for the money. All all I can say to you is, about 10 years ago, the budget for the HSE was about 14 billion. It's now north of 22 billion euros across a 10-year period. That's the amount of investment of taxpayers' money which is going into our health services. Stephen Donnelly will tell you himself, right around the country, including Limerick, there's about a thousand beds have been added to our bed stock right across our hospital network. So mm. the investment But he, but is he also said that he planned to build 1,500 more. He accepts, well, I, I as, as very many others say, that. that we need more beds in, in the system. Of, well, well in, in terms of rapid build beds, you still have to go through a planning, a procurement and a staffing process. Yeah. So that's all. But, uh, but David Conan is saying of, that's done. The money's the problem. Look, I can't speak specifically to that. All I can tell you is we have put in a thousand extra beds across the country since Stephen Donnelly took office. In Limerick alone, as I've already said, we've put in 100. There's 96 opening in quarter one of next year and a further All right, well, we'll keep an eye on whether those 300 beds whenever or the further 200 when they are delivered, uh, what what difference that makes. Thank you both very much for joining us. Unfortunately, this is a topic, no doubt. We'll return to David Cullinan and Niall Collins. Thank you.